everybody to another episode of Out of Character. Uh, with me, as uh, always, is Cotton. Indeed, indeed. Good evening, or morning, or afternoon, or whenever you've chosen to download this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you're, you're, you suggested this one. So walk me through the thought process. So I love D&D, and I shared a lot of that, I think, recently, that I, I appreciate that it's sort of the the foyer, the entrepot uh, to, to gaming. I think it's a great system for that it does a great job i think 5e is like knows what it is and does it well cool now let's shit on it though like we have to (laughs) i don't want to shit on it but okay (laughs) you know there's some things that i would like to be different there are some things that i think (sighs) could be a little better you know okay and they've been banging around my head for a while and if Mm -hmm. maybe if i maybe i'm wrong maybe all these things are great and you have the counter argument of like why these rules or aspects of the game yeah I, totally should I, be there. I would love to hear you uh, explain all of your thoughts so I could quickly shoot them all down. Great. Great. It's good. <laughs> just pop, Sounds just pop through it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, what's the first thing you would change about D&D 5e? Elves. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's half elves. I can't. Well, no. Okay. okay. Genocide. Okay. Genocide yeah, is the first thing them. you would do. Okay. The The first thing is... The entire hit point slash death system, I think it's bad, and I don't think they can allow themselves to get away from it. That's going to be a theme. I think D&D what? is very... It's you like, have a problem you... with hit points? <sighs> no, not, what? Not, not, I have a problem with their hit points. Okay, what's the, let's, let's go into this. What is the problem with their hit points? Okay, one, they have a lot of them. Okay? Yeah. You can stack up hit points in D&D. Two, uh-huh. none of them matter except the last one. And that's bad. Uh, I like in the Shadow Run. The more hurt you are, then it affects you. It makes you worse at things because you're getting closer to death. Even fourth edition, hated though it may have been, had bloodied. You could get hurt. It had problems. There, or maybe it inspires you to do more. It, it, but it, there was a there was a concept that you are injured. Things are bad. D and D. If you have a hundred hit points, the first ninety nine don't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one does. Mm-hmm. That doesn't feel good, and they have to make up this narrative thing. Like hit points aren't actual hits, but then when you narrate it, they kind of are. Yeah. Then they you, you get you 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 take not lethal, sorry, not lethal damage. God forbid, you take mm-hmm. damage, you go down, and like minor minor was it uh, healing word is this amazing spell because it's a bonus action heal. So you put somebody at one HP, they instantly are good to go, and you can just ping pong people back up. That feels that doesn't feel good. That's dumb. That you can do that. You can say, "Here's your minor heal." You know, mm-hmm. you're good to go. You're you're back in the fight 100. percent Yeah. That's. And then and then you All can right. heal. I like you know you get eaten by a tarasque or something. Hey, take a nap. You're fully healed. Mm-hmm. Like that that there's a lot of that. Okay, so I mean I I do get that other systems like Shadowrun, even Alien, I believe has a when you get hurt, uh, you know you even a VTM as well. I think also has some kind of wounds or. Fate had something. I know something we played. Fate has something where when you take a wound, yes, there's there's it it affects you in other ways. So you're saying that the hit points in in D and D just really don't make a difference until that last one. So you you wish that as as you took damage, you also suffered in some other way. Yes, even Alien, which doesn't mm-hmm. like rely as, as steadily on hit points, has mm-hmm. stress. There is a tracker of you are like, like bad things are happening you, to you. Your character is sustaining problems, and they will affect you in a certain way. 
D&D has nothing of the kind. And then multiple ways to totally reset that switch. Mm-hmm. It's like bad okay. and better. Okay, okay. So so you, you would just like to see some kind of like, you know, if you lose, you know, uh, 25%, then you're going to be at a minus for things. And if you're, you know, lose 50%, you're at a minus more or that kind of thing. I want any acknowledgement that any damage has been sustained. Okay. It, it could be bonuses. If you're a barbarian and you're bloodied or you're at minus 25%, maybe you hit harder. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I don't, I don't necessarily mean negatives. It could be literally any mechanical acknowledgement that uh-huh. you are not strolling down the park, happy-go-lucky, ready to rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there should be a limit on how many times you can be, like, re-popped into battle. After your fourth time you've been dropped, maybe you... One hit point of healing doesn't make you like spiffy, uh-huh. and if you do manage to die, mm-hmm. a, a no mean feat in fifth edition D anD D past about level two or three, then you have raised dead, or you know revivify, or yep. resurrection, or true resurrection, which narratively makes no sense because when do you need to resurrect someone two hundred years old but not one hundred years old? Like that, it's too much. Like let, mm-hmm. let we need to let more people stay deader for longer. Like just so, yeah. Uh, so we actually had a character die in the Monday night game. So you were you were kind of like you know as as his hits points were dropping down, were you just and then and then the fact that you know he went below zero like well below zero he was dead and then another player did revivify brought him back to one he was back in it. You you were just you know you were like no he should be suffering more. Not that they should suffer more, although <laughs> we should have be been suffering more. But he's oh, not, you all should have been wait, suffering you, more. You think a player's dead in our Monday night game? Oh, I'm sorry. A have you not heard died. of one of the four spells a that can bring play- him back? Exactly. Got, I know that. I know I've that. No, 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 no. 200 years to get this guy. <laughs> I wasn't worried about that player, the fact that he died, because I, I knew another player had Revivify, and I knew he was going to come back. It was not a big deal. There was really, yes, there's no... At a certain level, the level you guys, the level you guys are, there is no real threat of death. There's there's a lot of ways to overcome it. So yeah, that's that's bad. That's bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just like that. That's your that's your that's bad. Okay. Yeah. Pretty okay. much. It's it created okay. comic book sales when it did it to <laughs> Superman. Stay down. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. All right. What's the what's the next thing you would uh, change? It's just me. There's no like. Are you not? Uh, yeah, you're the you're the one that shots? thought about this. You're the one that thought about it. Uh, let's I'm talk about it. I'm gonna piss everybody off. And then if yeah. I happen to be wrong, you can. You're <laughs> like, not wrong. This can... is your opinion. Opinions can't be wrong. Jesus H. <laughs> 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 just, my hands on my knees here. I, I just gotta. I don't feel good. Oh. <laughs> Like like Spider Man after the snap happened. I don't feel good. I don't feel good, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's there's that. I don't like I don't like dark vision very much. I think it's a lot of people hate on dark vision, and they're not you included. wrong. And I do. Yeah. And I purposely like tried to look up reasons why dark vision is not bad. Mm-hmm. And the idea was like, hey, things are still hidden in dark. Uh, they can still ambush you because uh, it's it's lightly obscured. And you, but mm-hmm. God, that's such a pain in the ass, GM. Way too many races have it, frankly. And then uh-huh. when you don't, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't like it. And maybe, and, and this is the one I feel the weakest about because D&D is such a power fantasy game and uh-huh. I like survival a little more. And so that, I'm not a big fan of it. It's a bit much, a bit it is, too many people have it. It does make it difficult for the GM to create any kind of tension or suspense when it's like, there's a dark cave. I have dark vision. I can see it. Okay. 
And there's a cave. You know, there's that's it. Yeah, there's a cave. There you go. Like, yeah. <laughs> Great. It's it just it's just thrown on or it feels tacked mm-hmm. on. And there's mm-hmm. always a reason someone should have it or, or a particular yeah. uh, race should have it. Fine, mm-hmm. I guess. Leonine, you know, the, the, Leonine, Leonine, however you say it. She, mm-hmm. they're, they're nocturnal hunters. Well, fine. But mm-hmm. it just it's hard to, uh, I think, GM well. Mm-hmm. And and you would still be jumped, but not as it's just a pain in the ass. I just think it's a bit much, and I wish it were rarer, and therefore it could be really cool. Mm-hmm. That's and that kind of segues into I think a lot of the, I think I don't like, which is the racial bonuses. I think races are done kind of like not great, frankly. I don't think they're done well in D and I don't. Okay, give us an example of something you you don't agree with racial bonus wise. Okay. Or do you? I mean, do you just think all races should be the same and that's it? Everybody should get the you, same bonuses. Not maybe no bonuses. Maybe I think you should choose it a little bit, and that mm-hmm. sounds very PC. But it also lets you build more interesting stuff. Like if you go online and you look up most common race class combinations, the most common, the big heavy mm-hmm. hitter, Goliath Barbarian. I wonder why, because uh, he hits yeah. like a truck. But yeah. that and it makes some level of sense. And I don't want everyone to have this weird bespoke gnome paladin halfling barbarian. I, but It'd be cool if you weren't penalized heavily for doing so. So what? So what if if everybody wants to be the gnome barbarian? Like, go for mm-hmm. it. Live your, you know, yeah. you, know, you know, you do you, right? Live your life. I don't like that you have to take nasty negatives or that you don't get the, it's the same thing. Not getting a bonus mm-hmm. is a negative. It just is. I also don't think the actual racial, like, invocable, invocable abilities uh, scale well. Like, uh... Level one, I'm a dragonborn, and I'm going to breathe fire. That's badass. Like, mm-hmm. everyone who first reads about dragonborn thinks, holy crap, dragonborn, fire, breathe it on people. Hell yeah. And then, like, you hit level four, you're like, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I have abilities now that use bonus actions, and this thing is uh, hot, the hottest of garbages, and is now only done as a flavor thing, you know, like to finish mm-hmm. off some weekly... Like, why can't those be cooler? Like, why, what are we afraid of, of giving... Yeah, I'd like, I would like to see the, the, like, plus two to strength, plus two to charisma. Like, like nix that. Have a charismatic half-orc. Like, it could happen. hmm You know? There could still be prejudice in your world. Maybe that oh, yeah. character's DCs is, is harder, but mm-hmm. they're just, you know, cool. They're just, they just they have the gift of cab. That's, I, or, and I would like to see, like, Dragonmore's Fire Breath... Because they don't get dark vision, and therefore are respectable. I would like to see it do more. I would like to see it be like an actually cool thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right, all right. No, I, I, I hear you on that one. Okay. All right. So you're, you're, you're feeling it. You're feeling, yeah. Like so. It, yeah, that's, I that's mean, a, so a my only too. issue, my, my, my big issue with it, with, with D and D five E is the uh, lack of any kind of real specialization. Anybody can do anything. And I, I wish there was a little more, you know, specialization in the character builds. Like I could, you know, customize a little bit more, but it, it just seems very generic. That's really my one issue is is that. Ah. I mean, my other issue is magic, but go on. Well, the, what's, uh, what's your next one? Both of us, both of us are going to be like not super into magic with D and D, so I, it has its jam. I'm not gonna. I can't. Here, I don't like about D and D fantasy. Like that's not gonna fly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, and, I get uh, it. It's high yeah. fantasy. You want the magic, but you know, it's like. Uh. And there's also, I, mean, I, I you know, if I were if I were reading Glib and you had been less generous on my objections, I could say that Pathfinder is in the peas. <laughs> your local <laughs> Barnes and Noble. 
Uh, you know, but he, my God, you must have hated 4E. Like, I don't think I played 4E. Woof. Uh, specialization? I think I, have it, maybe nope. once. Yeah, I think maybe one time. I think maybe at a con I did, and that was it. But well, I think I went from 3.5 and jumped to 5. Yeah, there was some cool ideas. They had I lots of. Yeah. It had lots of stuff like here's a bard spell that heals you for like one d four and gives mm-hmm. you a and gives you like a plus two on your next attack and then like the cleric spell was the same like literally the same thing yeah with a different name like everybody Ugh. had access to the same stuff and it was like I don't like I don't like that yeah you know, I, I, you know uh, uh, I just I just don't like that but magic to me it's just there's as a GM players use magic. It's great when they use it creatively. That's wonderful. But again, it kind of strips away all the mystery to things because, oh, identify object. I get to know this, 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 that. All right, great. Here you go. I can, now, I can there's tell, no by the like way. discovering. There's no discovering that. It's just, oh, I know it. Awesome. Great. Well, way to rip that out of the story. Okay. I, I can very tell that, by the uh, way. Yeah, I, I'm sure you can. I hate. I, I, have, I have a spell that controls minds. How about no? <laughs> I identify object. It's magical. It's magical. There you go. It's because like it just rips. It just rips the mystery out of things. Hey, and there's it's one. like you're killing me with this. And a lot of times, I think a lot of players treat it as this weird auto win. You put you you the GM have put a problem in front of me. I'm now just gonna auto win with my one little magical solution. It's like, all right, well now I've got to put a bigger problem in front of you you know because i have to have some kind of tension some kind of obstacle but it's just this weird like auto auto win mentality with magic like there's a spell for everything okay all right i think that yeah i can well that that is an argument you have with D &D, Mm -hmm. because i have i have noticed that like i have yeah i play a bard and it's got like mind control stuff and you don't like it and i can tell no 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 no. i know my that you were going against everyone listening they were going against an ancient copper dragon. It has legendary resistance. It can just choose if a, on a failed save, he can just choose to succeed three times a day. Okay, that's it. Well, that well, made sense. I'm talking about the, like the paladin. The, the paladin did something, and I, you know, let that go through. And then he did something, and I, nope, I'm not going to let that one go through. So it wasn't like I was just, you know, willy nilly with it. I let some things go through. I can just tell from your voice that you don't like it. I'll say that. I can just tell you don't. It's not a thing you like, and I understand. I would hate to GM a. Uh, a you you can't. You you literally cannot GM a game of D and D five E with any kind of like plot, like mm-hmm. like, like the, the the thickening of the plots as they mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. and have a paladin who has zone of truth. Like, well, yeah, you have to tell the truth. And if you don't, by the way, if you beat the save, that that's the mm-hmm. craziest part. If you beat the saving throw to zone of truth, the paladin knows it. Mm-hmm. You don't even get to have an out like, well, I beat it. and I'm going to lie through the through my teeth and right into this zone of truth. I'm going to mm-hmm. like it's like the paladin gets alerted. That, like the fact that you wouldn't submit to it is mm-hmm. itself indicative of guilt. Like, hello, mayor. Are you corrupt? Zone of truth. And it's like he's resisting mm-hmm. on purpose. Like there's some kind of play of that, but not a lot. And at the very least, yeah. your players know what's up. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's I mean, that's it's 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 I thought like you can if you were a slick GM. You mm-hmm. can narr- narrate yourself out of it. But God, it, there's a lot of stuff in D&D, and I didn't write this down. You're right. That, that will mm-hmm. blow up 
any type of plot. They want you to go big on big, power on power, because mm-hmm. we have divination and we have zone of truth and we have all these tools that allow us to find the thing and the hidden eyeballs and and spying things and it's yeah, D and D is not great at threatening characters and is keeping them dead or keeping information hidden from them. Mm-hmm. Because that's you know part of the it's, part it's... and parcel of the simple you know the the newbie game. Exactly. It's it's to attract people to play. It's it's an entry it's an entry game and it kind of makes it so it kind of has like a a level playing field for everybody. Nobody gets anything more special than anybody else. Okay. You know, not much more special. Okay. We want everybody to have the same atten- uh a uh, shot at doing things that, you know, they want to do. So it it's kind of like we they created this weird Level playing field, everybody has a chance to make everybody happy. And also, we're going to remove any surprises. We don't want you to ever be surprised, and we always want you to win. Yeah. That's, that's why you're – we want you to win. We, you're the hero. You should win. And it's like, uh, I mean, I get – yeah, it, nobody wants to play a game and they lose automatically. Like, you know, you sit down at the table and you die. In the first session, that's not fun. I get that, but there's got to be more of a balance than I can just steamroll through everything. Right. It, there well, has to be that tension of I might die. It's slim, but I might die. But no, I, I can see that new players probably don't want to deal with that. They just like the video game mentality. In the video game, there's really no death because you just get to, you get a new life. No big deal. Go back to the save location and done. Having your character die isn't fun. I'm like, okay. nah, yeah, I don't have a happy. I want my trophy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You just want excuses to shit on millennials and no, zoomers I and do. No. their trophies and, they, no, and everyone gets everybody a medal. should have a participation <laughs> medal. <laughs> <laughs> and we all get to be well adjusted with our riddling. Fuck off, kick ass. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, I think you're saying a lot more than I am. Do you have any other issues that you have with D&D? Oh, yes. We have multiple issues. This oh, wow. Is where, okay. where, where, yeah, go. I've gotten more issues in time. Uh, wow. Okay. You know, the magazine I mean, you do have a trip. Who... Oh, okay. I was going to say, you do have a trip coming up, so we can't talk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we have to end at some point. Uh, what, what's the next one you got? Uh, all right. So the next one is going to be multiclassing. It's dumb. They did it whenever they invented multiclassing. <laughs> and I don't know if it was second or third edition, but it was dumb. Like that's the the point of classes is to have different types of characters. Mm-hmm. And then we screwed it up, and we t- and it can never be balanced. It's the most broken thing. I'm going to take and because uh, everyone does the same thing. I'm going to dip into fighter to get action surge because mm-hmm. you know it broken. Uh, mm-hmm. you know it's it's right there. You might as well get it. No one like dips their toe into wizard. You dip your toe into these random classes that have a bunch of awesome shit at low levels that kind of powers the class for a very long time mm-hmm. and have mm-hmm. great initial burst, usually martial ones. And, and it's already hard enough to make a game decent, but you just invite weird power gamey issues. And if you want to make a power gamey game, again, you have Pathfinder or make a different game. Multiclassing is just a really shitty way to allow... Like I guess specialization while also erasing it because it's like hey I'm a I'm I'm yeah I'm the fighter I actually I action surge too mm-hmm. I'm action surging oh shit I thought that was my cool special thing so that no, everybody has it everybody stop. has access to everything at yeah. least at least you don't have <laughs> multi classing and dual classing well that that was a thing you had both <laughs> because they can't again I think D and D has a problem with it being bigger than its writers so like when you get hired on to be 
the new person at D&D, uh, you didn't make it. So you can't there's, – there's just certain things you can't do because it's been it's bigger than you. Like there is no writer big enough to kill Superman and like keep him dead or Captain America and keep him dead. He will come back. I don't care if the stopper got him like 10 years ago. He'll come back because he's bigger than Bob, the 35-year-old who got hired to be the writer because he was admitted like in 1940. You know, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can't kill certain things off. I think the Ranger class is stupid. The whole class is stupid. Stop it. Wow. Stop trying to make it a thing. I, <laughs> like, I enjoy the Ranger class. I play a half elf Ranger. That's 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 like back in the day. That was my that was my go to. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. weird class. It's kind of like it. It feels like a a subclass of fighter in a random mm-hmm. splat book or, or whatever you call it, like an add on book, like Tasha's hideous laughter, the the Tasha's College of Everything. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, all these books that introduce three new subclasses when there's already subclasses. Ranger feels like a subclass of fighter. Hey, mm-hmm. I got a bow, and oh yeah, I have a pet. Like that's in, in some nature stuff. Like that 100% is a subclass of fighter or should be. You could just take one of the, the one of the, not the current Beastmaster, which is garbage, although they may have fixed it. But yeah. like take one of the, take one of the Rangers and just call it subclass of fighter. And you could literally call it Ranger, but you can't because it's one of the key classes and will therefore be here forever. Mm-hmm. And they can't mm-hmm. balance it because it's not quite a paladin. It's not really a fighter. You kind of have a bow, but fighters can have those too. And so it's just, it's janky. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Would you get rid of any of races besides elves? I wouldn't get rid of elves because you want to identify who the asshole of the table is, and you okay. have no okay. immediate okay. way of doing that without that. Without that, I would get okay. rid of half elves. Oh, I would smoke oh. those fuckers from a cannon oh. at the circus and. So you don't like half elves or rangers, and that was so basically you just don't like how I play. All right. No. 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 Got it. Got it. No. Shit on tiefling paladins. Nah. Like I have one. You just play everything I. Don't want. Yeah. Tiefling Paladin, I had one, yeah. And then I'll show up to your game as the bond yeah. with mind control to break the shit. Uh-huh, and then you get upset because I get pissy with it. Okay. Yeah. All right, what else What else you got? Because right now, I just feel attacked, not anybody else. I, just, so, I feel like great. I'm under attack. I'm no, 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 now. no, no, I'm I, not triggered. I don't get triggered. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to forget about this in an hour. I'm going to uh, deal with well, this <laughs> whiskey and, and ignoring it. All right, what else you got? What else you got? The D20. I what? I know. Oh, God. Oh, God. Feel... <laughs> just don't play. I'm going to go back to the advice given away. when I made the announcement. Bam said, just don't play this game then. And right yeah. now, if you're going to bitch about a D20, I'm going to say, look, just play a different system. It's, it's, I mean, I it's have, but. It's d It's based on the, the D20. That's the, the, the heart of the system. Yeah. Rip it, it out. Okay. Yeah, Kalima. It's, okay. It's a it's a heart Yeah. You know, it's it's like the heart no. you hear about like those teenagers who died in a basketball game at eighteen from like a defect. It's yeah. Like, I'm sure it's, it's not a great heart. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that you said I don't know. No, we'll keep it in. And uh so the problem with it and, and, and I'll give you an example here. Literally or an idea, literally no other game which has been invented is based on a D20. There are D10s. There are D6s. There's all kind of ideas out there that have been made. None. I have never seen another game rip off the D20. And I, I don't think it's just because it is the iconic symbol of D&D. It's because it's bad. It's swingy as shit. You have people who cannot be good at things, and it has perpetually kept skills as a sidelined part of the game. Skills are all over the game. 
You have a big list of them. You always have. Mm-hmm. And they're terrible. Because, you know, in D&D, a plus five is like, you know, pretty good. And yeah. that means you're going to fail 40, 45-ish. You know, like, like a, a good DC for anyone caring is 15. Like, no one cares if you beat the 8 DC. Is that even worth talking about? No one cares if you beat a 12. But when you start knocking down 15, you're like, okay, this guy or this girl, this character is good at the thing. Well, if you have a plus five, you will. It's about a, what, 55, 45 shot? That's not that great. You have a plus five lock pick. That means you can usually yeah, pick but, locks. <laughs> but I'm, I'm good at a lot of things as a person here and right now, but it doesn't mean that every time I try to do that thing, I'm going to always do it to the best of my ability. It may not always work out. I can cook, but I can tell you right now, I can cook some things and it's going to be bad, but other things are going to be great. I mean, that I have the skill of cooking, but it's going to vary. So you're upset that the D20 system makes it so when I have a skill and I have a plus, it's too swingy to where I could still fail in doing my thing? Yes, too swingy. Everything else you said, like, I'm not I'm not against variance, but... But you sound upset that if I'm good at the thing and I have a chance of failing the thing half the time, then I'm not really good at the thing. Yes, yes. If you fail to cook what? a half the time, you suck as a cook. I'm sorry. Yeah. What do you want me to say? Yes, if I, I went to the restaurant... That sounds... A, 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 half the time a, a, it was me. ass. It sounds a little petulant to go, I want to always succeed at my thing. No, it's like, what, You all. can't always succeed at your thing. If I'm really good at something, I want to succeed 80% of the time at it. Wow. 80%. If I'm really good at it, that's the thing I'm good at. That's what that's what every other class but gets when they do their attack. Huh? Always good. Now, I know I've I've had character sheets where I had a plus seven, and I mean a plus seven. How often do I fail if I have a plus seven to my my skill? Like third, like one in three, and that's like okay. super good. Like in D and D, if you're plus ten at something, mm-hmm. that means you are scarily good at the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a moderately difficult DC is a 15. That means you fail 5, 10, 15, 20, 20 one in five times, and you're scarily good at the thing, like plus 10. I don't think non-vard or like we like rogues can get in there a little bit, but most classes cannot get to plus ten that I am aware of. That like without doing some jankiness that like is not clearly apparent at character creation and, and in like standard ACI whatever it is benefits. It's too I, swingy. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I I just don't know what to say to this. I don't know. Okay. All right. How, how you many don't times like the have you GM and a lot? Yeah. Like how, how many times have you GM'd? And it's like, okay, make an athletics check to jump across mm-hmm. uh, the ravine or, or something to that effect. Yeah. And then the like the, the fighter or the paladin who is rocking like a plus five or six rolls, you know, a seven and gets a 14 and doesn't do it. And then the cleric who has a 10 strength and like is covered in chain mail, like just rolls the like 25% of the time, smokes the guy. Like that, like I, there's, I'm not 25% of the time going to beat Usain Bolt in anything, <laughs> you know? Like it's not even his sport. It could just be like like just jumping. Like so that's I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can't agree with, with with this one. I, I don't think everybody's always going to succeed on their thing all the time and I'm okay with that swinginess of the D twenty for that. Fair enough. So you you, you like yeah. the swinginess. You appreciate yeah. the swing. I appreciate the uh, well I mean you're talking about how I don't like the H the the hit points because there's no fear of death, but now you're like, I don't like the idea of having a fear of a failure. I should succeed more often on my things. 
that I'm yes, good at. And it's th- like, this, but this, wait a minute. You, that's called that's <laughs> called making good decisions. Wait, there's less margin of error, and you're good at things that you're good at, and bad at things that you're bad at. Yes, this call this this requires good decision making. Your hit points and lucky rolls will not bail you out. And if you're mm-hmm. very good at something and make awesome decisions, the math will back you up most of the time. So yes, that's. I, okay. I realize that this is the okay. the don't play D and D art. I, I, it's I'm this going is really just a list here. of we're just gonna boot you out of the Monday night game. Today he doesn't I'm like to play Kerps. You know he I doesn't like D and D guys. <laughs> He's not gonna play with us anymore. Okay. <laughs> so, what I, else have, you got? What else you got? This is interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna give you the last one. This is okay. my last my last okay. good one. Okay. Your and, last good this, one. It's well, you it's got bad ones. Okay. It's this is a bad one, frankly. I think I think prone is dumb. Uh, in terms of it being, like, I played a battle master, and I'm like, I got this. I'm going to knock people prone, and it's going to be cool, and we're going to, like, gang up on them and, like, sabby, sab them, sabby, and it doesn't do anything. Like, prone gives you a, a bonus to dodging arrows, so you not, I, I battle mastered someone into the ground, and then the ranger was like, well, shit, now he's at, like, I'm at disadvantage to shoot him, and I think you get an advantage to hit, but that's about it, and then mm-hmm. they stand up on their turn, and it cost them half their movement. Okay. And that's that's dumb, because it means the faster you are, the slower you are to stand up. So you have uh-huh. a monk who can move like 80 feet around, and it took that guy like 40 feet of movement just to stand back up when you would think he'd be relatively spry. And there's another downside. Like, they just get up off the ground, and they don't provoke like eight attacks of opportunity. It didn't do anything. Like, I was, yeah, like that's what happened. I knocked this guy over, and he, he just stood up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that, all right. That kind of sucked. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> prone's kind of dumb i think you should like that should be bad to get knocked down in a fight generally and i don't think it should punish you to be faster by making you slower to stand up or something mm-hmm. or take longer like it wouldn't take you longer to stand up as a spry monk as it would like the chain you know the the, the plate clad paladin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah, that one. That one was the real laugh. That was that was kind of the the bargain basement complaint. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. You know? no, 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 no. It's fine. So, um, what about you? Do you have you, you have nothing? You have none, none. You have nothing that's like, yeah, this is this is janky and 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 maybe like not. I've, well I've already out. said what I don't like, but it, uh, again, we're two very different GMs. You're more mechanically minded, and I'm I'm not. Uh, so you're think you're looking at the game with all these mechanical things you don't like, where I just don't like the fact that it kind of robs the storytelling. Some things rob me of storytelling. Well, um, I don't like it either. I I, I don't like and that. That's, that's it. That that's either, all I have. Way. I don't like that that being robbed of those things. Uh, I I do think you know listening to you and and go over all of yours. I do think that D and D in being mainstream, and I know they've just announced six editions coming out in 2024. So I wonder what changes will be made to that. But it does seem like they've kind of homogenized it, so it can make as many people happy as possible. And that's that's what D and D is supposed to do. Yes. I I think that when they made the prone rules, as far as what it meant mechanically and what it mm-hmm. meant to stand up, I think everyone involved with that was just just didn't like it. And they said, but they were told like there's only so much crunch you're allowed to have, and every mm-hmm. solution they came up with was way too quick. Well, you have this, but if you're one of these classes, you can stand up for one-third of your movement points. And, and and if you have a certain amount of agility, you stand up even faster. And That's therefore, too, too much move. math. And then, like, math. They're like, turned nope. everybody off. Nope. It was like, nope. you have to describe this in six mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you lose half movement point. Like I mean, you, know, you, 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 you got know. those that group of uh, OSR players. 
that, I mean, deal with, you know, Thacko and encumbrance rules. I mean, that will like keep track of the weight your character is carrying and like add, you know, and they, they, they love that stuff. But I think that stuff fell away as it progressed because it was a barrier to getting people to play the game. Nobody wanted to do that much math as they played, uh, you know. I, I tried to play with easier. variant encumbrance, and it just didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't work because my. Yeah. It, but God, I love encumbrance. That is such yeah. a. I love it <laughs> so much. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to. Only a certain amount of like a certain amount of players will like doing that bit. You know, yeah. The only reason I didn't bitch about encumbrance was there are there they, there are variant rules for like not mm-hmm. stupid encumbrance. So that mm-hmm. but that's it. The the normal rules are insane. I can carry six hundred yeah. pounds without. Mm-hmm. Breaking a sweat. Mm-hmm. It almost sounds to me like maybe if if you were to play with an uh, OSR group, you know, and play in the, those the old rules, like the second edition rules, you might enjoy it because of it's a lot more. There is a lot more lethality. I mean, you could in OSR. I've been told bring six character sheets to your first session because you're probably gonna die if you're starting at level one. You're dealing with those encumbrance rules, the movement, like everything is just calculated down to, you know, its smallest little increment. I mean, it seems like you might enjoy the OSR D&D rather than the 5e D&D, except you still have that pesky D20. Yeah, he can't fix everything. <laughs> I also am concerned that uh-huh. the the OSR crowd, uh-huh. it's kind of like... I don't know how deep in that river I want to go. Like the OSR crowd is explicitly the non D and D parts, all the stuff I like. So I feel like it would be almost like reactionary if that's a term that's applicable to D and D. I feel like it would be a lot of people who like I know like D and D one, like female mm-hmm. characters had like minus one int or yeah. something. Like yeah. that's that's not yeah. okay. The people who see that and think like, yeah, that's just how it was back in. I don't think I want to play with those people, and I'm being no, super stereotypical. No, and I don't no, care. <laughs> no, I know, I know some people that have, that play OSR. I I know, and they're not like that's not what they that's not the aspect of the second edition that they like. The fact that if you played female, you had a penalty. It wasn't that. It was they felt it was just more of a like it it had like what you were looking for. It had the consequences of you know the hit points mattered. You know you 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 had a chance of dying. There was a threat of death. And, you know, right from the get-go. And it was difficult to level up because, you know, you only, you had to kill so many things with XP value to even get to, I mean, they kept track of all of that stuff. And I think, I think they focus on that aspect, not the whole, ah, women were in their place. That's not what it, that's not what OSR players are looking for. I'm just afraid I want to sit around the table with a bunch of guys who like, used to really be into model trains or something. I don't know. (laughs) You know? Like a certain group of people that I might not mesh with, uh, and I, I don't want to be like, well, D and D is so. That's for the the weakest, mm-hmm. the, you know, the the pussies and the and the liberals. That's why I feel I'm being super stereotypical. Yeah, I think it's yeah you be all are. The, I think you are. You're thinking making gonna, a generalization. Uh, they're going to want to characters off left no. and right to prove a point of how badass they no, are. Right? That's I that's think, what I'm doing. I think OSR players feel that the second edition is a more pure form of they're they're purists. It's you know. I don't think it's it's a uh, uh, a very conservative, what you know, right wing kind of political attitude. They they're OSR. They're not. Make D and D great again. That's gonna... not what OSR <laughs> players are at all. But I think you might like playing an OSR 
in an OSR group, I think you might enjoy that more. You might be right, unless they hear this podcast, in which case, Jesus and then they hate you. the character sheets. I'm going to go you. down yeah. hard. Oh, <laughs> So you get a flood of invites to, hey, come to my table. They just yeah. want to kill you. Yeah. All right. Just don't fall for it. They just want you dead for everything you just said. But yeah, I, I think you should probably try to find uh, f- uh, try to find a group. I'm sure I think you can find them on Roll25. Try to find a group and, and just jump in and see what you think. I will try that. I'm going to yeah. bang her. You know, once I get back from my cruise, by the way. Uh, my wow. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You have to rub it in. You got to tell everybody that you are going on the cruise. Yeah, I am. It's just something about gin and tonics, but they're made by people more beautiful than me that make them taste so much sweeter. That's just don't mm-hmm. say it. And and where is this cruise too? Various countries that we probably knocked over in Operation Condor. Uh, <laughs> I uh, you could have just said Caribbean. You could have yeah, just said Caribbean. That's yeah, it. Just go, say Caribbean. Go, go visit the school of the Americas, and you know the place. Where, there's a statue where like it's it's a it's a it's a statue of Oliver North shaking some drug lord's hand. You know, gonna, like he's like trading a suitcase full of guns for drugs. You know, the eighties. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're going on a lovely cruise to the Caribbean. Yeah. Okay, for how many days? A week? A week, yeah. A week. It'll be nice. Yeah, no, it must be. <sighs> it's getting get kind of cold in Mississippi. I have, to go, I have to go oh, winter no. somewhere. Oh, no. Oh, heaven forbid. I have to winter. You're chilled. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw a bird flying. I was like, fuck it, I'm out. I gotta go. I gotta get out. Oh, my gosh. All right. I'm having to wear a fleece. Jesus. Please send all your hate mail to Cotton. Um, <laughs> just DM him <laughs> all your hate mail as he rubs it in. Hmm. <sighs> okay. All right. Are, are, you, are do you feel like you've you've vented all your hate about D and D? Are you? Do you feel? Like I feel. Good. I still love it. I still you think still there's a lot of great it? stuff there. Yeah, it's it's a good game and it's great for getting newbies in. And Five E, mm-hmm. I think, was spectacular at that and a big improvement in many ways over the far too crunchy third edition mm-hmm. and the just uh, complete shit show that was fourth. Mm-hmm. Fourth gets a bad rap, which it mostly deserves because I, I played it. <laughs> I pro- I was there. I'm not just like riffing, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> like on some shit. <laughs> and fifth, I thought was really really solid. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah, thought, but, but now. No, I still th- I think I th- I think I think it is very solid. Okay. I just think it had in its simplicity it had to make certain compromises, yeah. and that's forgivable. I think what's less forgivable is that there's certain things which just cannot be killed off. They they they're just too. They've been here too long. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that they're bad ideas. They're here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the the, the game was made in a very different time. Uh, we got Bam talking about alignment is terrible. I didn't even. You know what? They 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 kind of smoked alignment in fifth. They really he did not cover really. He did not complain about alignments. I don't think alignments do really matter. I don't think there's a lot of punishment that comes down. Is there? Have you ever, no. as a GM, punished people for not playing to their? I kind of <laughs> went that way on a paladin, but he chose. This is before a little bit before he chose the path. It was kind of the uh, the nature one, mm-hmm. as opposed to the one that's more traditionally paladin-y. And mm-hmm. I'm like. You know what? I think I'm wrong. I think that I have held him to too high or too too. I don't say too high. A standard that's not appropriate. Okay. This is a paladin of a different breed, a different thought process, and what powers the mind of this paladin is not this hierarchical thing that I love and appreciate about paladins in particular. It was a different vibe, and I kind of rethought that. I think alignment as a systematic thing, like as it kind of was in the past, is super garbage. 
because there are legitimate disagreements on what these words mean. I have, quote-unquote, very strong opinions about them. Uh-huh. But what's great is if you just don't write anything down, it's not a problem. It's literally fixable by not doing anything. At the most, the word alignment should only be used in terms of talking about your character design in, like, chapter one. Like, hey, when you're making a character, think about how they feel about hierarchies. Do they want to be in one? Do they not? How do they feel about good versus evil? About selfishness versus uh, the greater good? Or whatever else. Like, it, it should only be mentioned in a philosophical sense. It should not be just like, where on the nine, on this tic-tac-toe board are you? That's, mm-hmm. it adds nothing but problems. It, it, it just achieves nothing. You don't get anything good, and it's all bad. So yeah, but but I didn't mm-hmm. say it, because 5th edition, I felt, sidelined it pretty hard. Like, you can find it in the index, but they didn't make it a, you know, you know point on the grid where you are, and if you're a druid, you are true neutral, and uh, mm-hmm. there you go, kind of thing. Okay. I, so, I don't feel know. like it's it's a prevalent thing in five e. I don't I don't feel like it's a a major thing, or at least anybody I've I've played D and D with in five e has never made it a thing. Yeah, I, th- I think it's only even in the book because it has to be. Mm-hmm. They just one like, of those things that it. were came yeah that came you know from inception. So they have to yeah. put like a paragraph about the they have to have a paragraph in the book that has the word alignment in it, and they did exactly that and none of else more. So. That's that's great. That's all you can ask, you know. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I, get, you know, it's it's D and D, and I, I, I get the idea. Bams is talking about tradition and, and that, and it's like it's D and D. I uh, Cotton complained about the D twenty Bams before you came on. I didn't like the D twenty. I'm like, that, <laughs> that's the heart of D and D. You can't just get rid of the D twenty. I think there are just some elements of D and D that yes are always going to be there. You're always going to have Rangers. They were there from the beginning. They're always going to be there. You're, you know, you're going to have the alignment, but I think it has been kind of just, it's there, but it's not really used. Uh, there's just some things you can't get, you just can't get rid of. I mean, I know other systems, uh, I think Star Wars, it was like, you can get a dark point and move towards the dark side because you weren't playing your, your character the way you should. Oh, God. Uh, I, okay. I'm not, okay, okay. I'm not, <laughs> I've never played the system. Maybe I'm, but that, to, oh. but like, I hated that about Fable. Like, I made decisions uh-huh. that I thought were moral. And it was like, no, this is actually yeah. wrong. Well, yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, like. And it's it's really up to the GM to it's their discretion if they decide to do it to you. And all of a sudden, bam, you've got this. Yeah. Whether you agree with it or not, you got this now. And it's like, wait a minute. It's not like anything like it's subjective completely. But I think I don't I don't see the uh, the alignment as being a real like a major influence in the game now as it was like maybe back in the day. Yeah, maybe the Star Wars thing is just riffing on how bad that is. Mm-hmm. And prevalent it is in the universe. Oh, yeah. Like, if you kill this evil person, that's the dark side. Maybe, like, fuck this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's a dick, and this is the best solution. And it's a situation with no great point, with no great options available. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm still salty about it. Happened years ago, and I'm still super salty about the <laughs> whole thing. Like, I, I don't. Like it. like, no. I got a darkness point. I don't want to get so in. I like, slash I his pissed. tires. That'll show him who's dark. No, I was, I was pissed. Like, I should not have gotten that, but okay, fine. If you're just going to start throwing them at me, I'll just start roll, leaning into it then. There we go. But yeah, I don't see alignment as a big thing. I just, I, I do see D&D trying to keep the sense of what it was back when it was first introduced. You know, you, you, you're going to keep those. Those are, you know, like, 
it's just the elements of the game. You can't remove the D20. You can't remove Ranger. You can't remove Elves. You can't remove Dragons from it. You can't remove Magic from it. You can't do those things. But you do have to make it easier for people to just jump into and play. So you have to get rid of that crunch. you got to get rid of all the math. you got to get rid of all the bookkeeping. Nobody wants to do that in a game. It's too difficult. And I think they that's, that's what they've done with 5e. And I think it's probably going to be even more like watered down as we go into six. Really? Yeah. I think it's going to be even more, more low barrier, accessible, easy for main new people to play. I feel like it's there. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I feel like there's just a need to have, I have no prediction because I feel like there's mm-hmm. just a need to make more money. Like, okay, we made a bunch of books. <laughs> we've, we've, it's kind of like Magic the Gathering and it's, and it comes out with like a new set or a new, you know, like every couple of months. And then they run, and then like, eh, new time to restart it. Like we, it's not like they're ever gonna say we nailed it. Mm-hmm. Like they could, like they could no. actually make the perfect game in sixth edition, like the perfect yeah. game, a game that everyone said this is just, just perfect. Like, this is what a game should be, and the only mm-hmm. thing that could ever be wrong with it is that we play it so damn much it gets old. Like, mm-hmm. like Settlers of Catan or Pandemic. The only thing bad is that eventually you've played it too much. Like that's, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and. They're no, I mean the publishers always have to put out new editions. They have to. You gotta. You you know. You do have to make your your money. Yes. Uh, Leal, who's listening, mentioned that there. He feels there's just too many races, and now there's so many that race no longer matters other than visually. I think that might just be due to the times. Yeah, and that's and that's the point. They come out with a new one and don't have all yeah. those things. They're never gonna. Yeah. Come, it's, not, it's not like they don't have them. They're just not going to print them. They know damn yeah. well there's going to be a Leonine and Tabaxi in the next thing, and they will never, ever, yeah. ever mm-hmm. put it in the player's handbook because then if you they they know like Tabaxi is one of the hot ones mm-hmm. that's kind of on the outside, right? So therefore, you put it in the next book. Or some kind of shit, mm-hmm. you know, like you mm-hmm. know, you know, or, or something cool has to go in the other, you know, the player's handbook too, or the new expansion, and then when they have, I feel like they they print enough books to fill up like a good shelf, you mm-hmm. know, like a, a three foot shelf, and they're like, well, <laughs> new edition time, whether it needs it or not. Wow. So we'll see, we'll okay. see. Third third, right. third edition went to like crazy crunch to fourth edition. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Fifth mm-hmm. edition was like a whole different game. Mm-hmm. It, it was so who knows what they'll come up with we'll see who knows we'll, we'll see and bamps just so you know we did that's what we started with was dark vision that was the first thing he wanted to get rid of was dark vision or or make more rare not get rid of but make more rare so i yeah. would yeah i'd be on the, it'd be the kind of thing where like you were su- almost surprised like, oh you have dark vision and it should be a major cost <laughs> yeah. like i'm dragonborn i'm gonna be i'm gonna be breathing fire on these bitches and then like <laughs> What do you do? I can see in the dark. That's going to be really useful in like a constant, passive, but not particularly impressive way. Uh, you know, that's how it should mm-hmm. be. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be like Tom, Dick, and Harry have freaking dark vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to say in our group, I think almost everybody has it. I think almost everybody has it. It's kind of like, yes. Oh, okay, there's no, okay, this is great. <laughs> Wait, does the, does the, uh, does, does Oz's, does crows, the Eric, the, the flying bird, the albatross? The bird does, yeah. I think, I that's, think does. I think that's so. not good, you. That's bad. Nope. That's bad. What was I supposed to do? No, you can't play a character with dark vision? Like, no, you should call up Monty Cook or whoever the hell thought that oh, shit. Oh, okay. And be like, hey, and he'd be like, why are you calling me? It's, it's like seven <laughs> in the morning and uh, you'd be like, this is dumb. It's wow. a bird. He can't see shit. He can't see I'm shit in day. Gonna... Call people and yell at them about the game, you know. Like, 
<laughs> no, no. That I leave that kind of craziness to you. Which you can write a letter to him while you're on your cruise. You can write a letter with all your write complaints. a letter to Monty Cook. He was there. I did that one just a quick aside. I, I was mad at a DVD had commercials on it. So I called up New Line Cinema to complain. No, you just, did not. I, just an asshole. I swear. I, like I Google like New Line Cinema, Hollywood, comma, CA. And I call it, hello, this New Line Cinema. I'm like, yeah, your DVD has commercials and I don't like it. I rented this. I paid money. I shouldn't be forced to watch this. I don't like it. Boom. Like that's just a little glimpse, everyone. But I'm not always bad. I got super. I got super loaded, and I called the number on the back of the taco vodka bottle and told them (laughs) I enjoyed their product. See, it's not. I'm not just negative. I give credit where it's due. And your phone calls have made all the difference. I am. I am (laughs) lawful neutral. I am lawful neutral. Oh, my God. All right. Well, if you don't have anything else, I think we're done. This has been very interesting. This has been a great look into your mind and how it works. <laughs> I've enjoyed it. I'm Christmas glad. Came somebody else. <laughs> I'm <laughs> great. We are going to record. Are, are you available? Because, you know, you're jet setting life. Yeah. Are you available a week from this coming Sunday, which is second, third, fourth, fifth? Are Let's you see. available on the 12th? The twelfth. I will probably not be. That's when. That's when. That's when the boat get back. That's when the boat get back. Yeah, and I got like that all-inclusive drinks package, so I don't intend to be like a hundred percent roll off that boat <laughs> in New Orleans. Like, you know, they have wheelchairs for people like me. They'll they'll get wow. me to my Uber. All right, we're gonna have to record before the nineteenth. We're gonna do our end of year recap for the whole year show. We're going to invite those that listen live to uh, be on with us and discuss the year episodes, you know, ones they liked, ones they disliked, what they'd like to see next year, and so on and so forth. But I guess you and I are going to have to get together to discuss when that's going to happen. I'll tell you what, I will be the image of propriety, Uh and I will show up, and I will be back on Sunday, and I will do the show. Because I'm a, you know, the show must go on. You can't just, you know, that's... If there's one thing you I know mean, about it's going to go on with or without you. It's going to happen. Like, I mean, yeah. you don't have to be there. We can do it. I mean, we're good. But you, I mean, if you could be there on the 12th, I mean, if you can find time, sir. I will, I will, I will pull it together. Thank you. I'll get, you know, to quote the Cowboy Bebop opener, I'll get everybody in the stuff together. Three, two, one. Let's jam. I'll make it. All right. My- so we'll see everybody on the 12th. Uh, and if you're listening live or if you do join us and listen live, you can always hop in when we record at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on the 12th and uh, chat with us and do our year end uh, wrap up. So until then, thank you, Cotton, for the disturbing comments and uh, your well thought out opinions. Excellent. I'm glad, well, their opinions anyway. But thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate everybody who listened, and I hope it was at least mildly entertaining. Hope you all have a good, uh, good night or morning or whatever you decide to download this podcast. Goodbye, everyone.